Yesterday, an explosion at the Al-Ahli Baptist Hospital in Gaza City on Tuesday killed hundreds of people. Gaza's health ministry said the number was 500 and increasing. We still don't know what the official count is. I have no reason to disbelieve the Gaza health ministry in this circumstance, especially after seeing those videos. It was a densely packed environment. It was a densely packed area full of civilians. And uh, and a we found out that the missile actually hit the courtyard and not the hospital itself. Earlier reporting on the ground, unfortunately due to a lack of access to lack of access to any kind of verification on the ground given Gaza circumstances under occupation, heavy bombing, no electricity, no internet. Internet is very patchy. There was not enough verification beyond the on the ground on the ground sources that were directly victim to the attack in that circumstance i was alongside every single other person made to believe that the hospital was leveled which is not the truth the hospital luckily was not leveled i don't believe that the hospital was entirely leveled but i thought that the hospital was severely damaged videos the only verified video the rocket fire of the incident made it seem like it was consistent with israeli air raids the understandable assumption was that this was a, another jdam an mk-84 israeli rocket this is a rocket that israel has used time and time again on civilian residential areas israel also has Zero credibility on the matter when defending their bombing campaigns. Why? Because they have, one, lied routinely when they have sniped people with IDF sniper rifles. They have lied routinely and then had to later retract when they've done bombing campaigns as well, including five Palestinian children that were slaughtered in a cemetery on the last day of the last siege that Israel conducted on Gaza. They originally said... This was a Palestinian rocket, and then later, a couple months later, retracted quietly and said, yeah, it was us, actually. So, for that reason, and also the fact that Israeli, an Israeli official openly immediately ran the propaganda line that, like, well, we killed a bunch of Hamas terrorists in this, hos- uh, in this hospital, deleted it, and then retracted it fairly quickly on, and also the fact that Israel had bombed the hospital already on the prior Saturday and had routinely told every person to evacuate the hospital time and time again, including six hospitals, is an understandable reason as to why one would make the assertion that Israel also bombed this hospital as well as all the other hospitals that is bombed. It is insane. Anyone who says that, well, like I immediately heard Israel say that they didn't bomb this hospital, even though they had literally verifiably bombed it two days prior, is a delusional clown. Of course, of course, that is going to be the original assertion. Now that there's new information, however, you should be able to change your position. You should be able to analyze it accordingly. Anyway, the new information is we have a clearer picture of the bomb site. When you have a clearer picture of the bomb site, and if you're familiar with like what Hamas missile, uh, Hamas rocket capabilities are, or Islam, uh, Islamic Jihad rocket capabilities are, and you look at that site, it is more consistent with a misfire from a rocket than it is with Israeli missiles. That's it. That's the truth. That's the truth of the matter. This does not change the reality that uh, Israel lies and is still lying, which is so insane because like even the information that they brought up, like the verifiable proof they brought up does not match the actual information that they keep releasing. Like the phone conversation that they supposedly quote unquote intercepted does not match the Israeli Air Force's drone footage. 
and where they believe the fucking rocket fire came from. Make this make sense to me. If you are literally 100% certain you didn't do this, how the fuck do you turn around and then reveal information that contradicts itself? So that still has not changed, which is why I'm saying, until I get confirmation from forensic analysts, a third-party investigation, possibly from the UN, my position will remain the same. However, I will give you additional details that show that if you look at the actual damage on the ground, you look at the actual crater and the impact, it is not consistent with Israeli airstrikes. This part is true. There are still people on the ground independently trying to verify whether or not this was Israel's doing or whether or not this was an accidental misfire. They could have used a less powerful rocket, though. Well, here's the thing, Yusuf Baitam. I believe that is the, is the uh, case as well. I still maintain the position that there is a high likelihood that this is an Israeli airstrike campaign. The problem is that Israel does not have bombs that, as far as I understand, explode like that beyond drones. And those drones are not capable of killing 300, 400, 500 people, no matter how densely packed people are. When you look at the crater, Israel does have weapons. Israel does have missiles that are capable of creating a crater that is this size, but they are not the type of, of uh, missiles or rockets that would be able to deliver such high number of casualties. The hospital, as far as I understand, did withstand damage, but it's now back to 100%. It was not hospital. It was not the hospital that got a direct hit. The hospital was directly hit, however, on Saturday by Israel. That much is not is not disputed. That is just a objective fact that is verified already. And that hospital bombing was accompanied by phone calls from the IDF telling the hospital administrators to evacuate. I see the people talking about JDAMs, uh, which includes the Mark 83 GBU-32, does have an airburst mode, which does not produce a crater. It kills using shrapnel, shockwave, and fireball from the explosion. But here's the thing. If that was a JDAM, guys, guys, I... I, I Look, I don't know too much about, I'm not, I've told you guys this, I'm not a missile autist by any means, okay? But I do know one thing, the weight class of a JDAM is much larger. If that shit actually fucking hit, even with an airburst, you wouldn't have only one car that flipped. You would have multiple cars that literally evaporated in that moment and flew into ho into the hospital and into other people. While I try to show you uh, exactly what is going on on the ground and cut through the fog of war and the misinformation, one thing to consider is regardless of whether it was Israel or the Islamic Jihad that uh, was responsible for the hospital bombing, that still doesn't change the reality that Israel is still very much bombing the living shit out of Gaza. Israel still has not turned on the electricity in Gaza. Israel has still not allowed food to go back into Gaza until Joe Biden came down to Israel and had to pressure the Netanyahu regime. They were not even allowing humanitarian aid to get into Gaza. But here... Um, this is, I think, while I normally would not agree with a lot of the OSINT Andes on this one, facts are facts. This is the reality, okay? This does not change the atrocities that are ongoing. Israel is still bombing residential areas. But if you want to understand, if you want to understand exactly what happened at this hospital, the hospital was not leveled. It was the courtyard of the hospital, which was densely packed with refugees that were escaping Israeli bombing campaigns all around the region. Israel also bombed the last bakery in this process, okay? The I told you so nonsensical bullshit is just, that's what it is. It's just a way to, to continue having internet debates while people are fucking dying 
It's just another way to show that you don't care about the actual issue at hand. There's some more updates from Evan Hill, who parsed through, I suspect, the information that Israel posted that also doesn't make sense. The one thing that we have not been able to account for thus far, the one thing that we have not been able to account for thus far is where the whistle came from because the uh, on-the-ground reporting from Al Jazeera at the time, even before they found out that the hospital had actually been bombed, was talking about how you can hear the F-16s above us, they are going into Gaza, and they're bombing that neighborhood. So when the IDF and the IAF say there was no bombing campaigns occurring in the region, I do not believe them. I don't think that that is correct. I think that that is incorrect. Those videos, if you look at the Al Jazeera live feed, show that that is not correct. That part is already false. So that's important to understand. One thing that still uh, I have not seen a good enough uh, answer for is how the the potential rocket misfire from uh, Islamic Jihad was able to cause so much damage. I guess the the ongoing theory, the the active theory that this is not Israeli rocket fire, it believes that uh, given the number or given how much rocket fuel was also in the rocket that it misfired in such a short trajectory that it compounded on the blast that it made the blast far greater and it also it also is the reason why you immediately saw uh fire like you you saw the entire area on fire photos of the aftermath show that the vast majority of damages from fire only three cars show any clear signs of kinetic structural damage and for two of them the general structure remains intact despite clear damage this is consistent with rocket misfires. This is consistent with rocket misfires. And I am not saying that I agree with Nathan Ruser. I'm simply using the images, okay? I'm using the images that they're posting because these are images of the ground. This lack of structural damage in most cars also clear that the IDF released drone footage from less than two hours after the explosion. Again, these only show three cars with structural damage and cars more than around 10 to 15 meters away appear mostly undamaged. Footage from the ground level this morning shows essentially no crater and very little damage. So there is a crater, but the crater itself is the crater itself is very small in comparison to how large it would be in a situation. This is the this is the IDF or this is the Israeli Air Force drone footage that showed the the damage in the aftermath. They're, they're talking about the impact site consistent with an object that broke apart in midair, though I wouldn't view this point as conclusively as others. Now here's why here's why there's still inconsistencies. There are still inconsistencies in the IDF's own in the IDF's own counter information and in the own counter messaging. The IDF has released information thus far that shows in the phone conversations uh, that they supposedly intercepted between the the uh, Islamic Jihad, they claim that uh, the rocket fire actually came from the cemetery close by. There is no evidence in the footage that we have seen thus far that shows that, okay? The only verifiable phone footage from that balcony still is consistent with a uh, F-16 potentially flying overhead and a bomb that was dropped on the courtyard of the hospital. Since this has happened, at least according to Al-Quds... Residential buildings are being bombed in another, near another Gaza hospital. Since the Al-Ahli Arab hospital explosion, airstrikes have occurred in not only another residential area next to another Gaza hospital, but also at a UN school and a refugee camp and other hospitals. This was yesterday. This happened in unison with the hospital bombing. And a mosque as well, if, uh, as far as I understand it. This is also part of the reason why it's fucking psychotic to just, like, look at the situation and be like, well, you know, I guess it's not, like, do you think this is also uh, the, the Islamic Jihad? Do you think that's what's going on? 
Huge bombardments are taking place, according to the uh, uh, Palestine Red Crescent Society. Huge bombardments are taking place in the areas around the Palestine Red Crescent Society Al-Quds Hospital in Gaza City, which is sustaining damages and shrapnels inside the building of the PRCS and constituting high threat, noting that more than 8,000 IDPs are taking refuge there. Right now, they're bombing a residential building near this hospital. Do you understand? It blows my fucking mind that people are still acting like, oh, it is 100% certain that this definitely, definitively was not an Israeli airstrike at the hospital yesterday when, as I've told you, it is not definitive at all until there is a third-party investigation that is concluded. I will not say that this wasn't an Israeli airstrike, given how Israel is still doing airstrikes. Evan Hill has an update. It now seems that the barrage the IDF claims as the source of the rocket misfire, apparently shown in this Channel 12 footage, is different from the single rocket intercept video that was the focus of much attention last night. Francesco Sebregandi said, the version, uh, this is from last night, the version saying it would have been caused by a Palestinian rocket misfire is gaining traction online and among OSINT communities. A threat showing weaknesses in this version and why an Israeli bombing is more highly plausible. This post, aggregating several geolocation efforts, appears to conclude that it was a Palestinian rocket misfire based on mere synchronicity between a visible rocket fire over Gaza and the explosion geolocated on the site of the hospital. My question the geo confirmed on the subject hasn't received a response. He said, hello and thanks for this analysis. How do you establish a causal link between a mid-air rocket explosion and the massive explosion that you geolocated at the site of the hospital? No one has given an answer for this. It does not seem possible based on the data you Used by GeoConfirmed to discard the hypothesis of two synchro, synchro, synchronous events, one rocket fire and one targeted bombing, with no causal links between them. This morning, footage has emerged at the site of the hospital, starting with the IDF itself, which published drone footage arguing that the absence of a visible crater is proof that it is not them, but a failed rocket launched by uh, Islamic Jihad, PIJ. A number of accounts online, including OSIN Technical, have been relaying this poorly substantiated argument. Indeed, a one-ton bomb, like an MK-84, many of which have been used by the IDF to bomb Gaza, would indeed result in a large crater. 10 to 15 milli uh, meters wide. This is something that I've said as well. Other missiles such as a drone, uh, a drone fired spike, for example, also used by the IDF, would not leave a considerable crater. However, the problem here remains. While this is a fair assessment of the matter, a drone fired spike is not capable of killing hundreds of people. Even if it's not 500 people, Hundreds of people cannot die by a drone-fired spike rocket. On this topic, see our Joint Forensics Archive and Amnesty Analysis of the Bombing in Rafah in 2014, an example of a uh, MK-84 bombing. And for comparison, see the Human Rights Watch's 2009 report on drone strikes in Gaza. The drone launched missiles detonate above the ground, which creates a narrow, relatively shallow crater from missile parts not involved in the fragmentation hitting the ground. For the historians here, the no-crater argument painfully resonates with the negationist argument of Robert Forrison. No holes visible on the roof structures of Auschwitz equals no gas chambers equals no Holocaust. See Wiseman Eyal, key analysis of this invalid argument. Interestingly, as I write, the same account now publishing an actual picture of a small crater on the site of the Al-Ahli Hospital. Possible impact crater at the Al-Ahli Hospital, Gaza, roughly one, uh, one by one meter, maybe 30 centimeters deep. Now let's look at the available information that would point to Israel's responsibility in this blast. First, the IDF actually already bombed the hospital on the 14th as a warning to evacuate, as Lamond reported. Second, while I'm not an expert on Palestinian rockets, the probability of the thesis that a fragment of a rocket exploded in midair over Gaza would fall precisely on the courtyard of the hospital and generate a blast capable of killing hundreds seems extremely low. This is true. This is true. It is extremely low. It could have happened. I'm not discounting it, but it is incredibly unlikely. It is far more likely for the ongoing bombing campaign 
that Israel was conducting in that region and is conducted in Gaza consistently had a singular targeted strike in that courtyard. Third, for having investigated and reported Israel's war crimes in Palestine and in Gaza in particular for over a decade, I must say that we're witnessing communication-wise feels like textbook IDF disinformation and fog of war tactic. This part is also 100% true. The use of this argument by IDF to cover up particularly deadly strikes then admitting responsibility later has already occurred many times in the past. Israeli strike killed five Gaza children, officials admit, after initially blaming Islamic Jihad. We already covered it. We already covered that. But there are still inaccuracies. Okay, but I said this too, by the way, here's the guy that wrote the Human Rights Watch report. I wrote this report. The damage seen in the Gaza hospital was not caused by an Israeli spike missile. The impact hole from a spike is mere centimeters in width. That is exactly what I said as well. That is why I'm telling you, while this thread brings up decent questions, it still does not give an answer to what caused that impact, what caused that explosion. Just like I told you, a spike missile is not capable of killing that many people and, it, and it, that is not that damage is not consistent with a spike missile this is why i'm telling you that there is more confusion on the matter now that there is more information on the matter finally we should take into account the testimony of surgeon Ghassan abu sit who had just moved to the al ahli hospital from the shifa that morning and was operating when the hospital was hit. He said, this morning I went into the Al-Ahli Hospital, also known as the Baptist Hospital, as it was full of patients and needed a plastic surgeon to help out. As with all hospitals, it was full of internally displaced families seeking refuge. At around 5.30 p.m., upon discussing with my colleagues, decided to sleep there overnight so we can keep operating. While in between cases, I heard the screech of two missiles, then a load and a loud explosion. The false ceiling on the OR fell. I walked towards the side entrance of the OR department. I saw that the hospital itself uh, was on fire and that it was directly hit. The wounded started stumbling towards us. I then ran out to the emergency room where there were hundreds of severely wounded and, and dead. I put a tourniquet on the thigh of a man who had his leg blown off and then went to tend a man with a penetrating neck injury. When the ambulance came, I took him with the paramedics at the Shifa hospital. I am unharmed, but this was a massacre against the hospital. I lost my phone. Please circulate. I still have difficulty communicating since I lost my phone in the massacre. We now know that the number killed exceeds 500. This number, I will, uh, this number will increase as I saw many dismembered bodies and parts of bodies as I carried the last patient into the ambulance past the courtyard. This was the most advertised crime in history. It was a massacre by appointment. The Israeli government has been openly saying it was going to target hospitals for the last week, and the world just stood by and did nothing. The number of children who were killed exceeds 50%. I saw a body of a toddler who uh, had a missing head. The remaining patients were at Ahli, the Baptist hospital, were moved to Shifa. Shifa has now run out of external fixators needed to stabilize fractures. This morning, the bombing continued. Another one of my colleagues at the Burns unit found out his father was one of these seeking refuge at the Ahli hospital and was murdered. I am sorry for all the worry and anxiety I caused for my family and loved ones. This is why it's fucking insane that people are still arguing on on who is responsible for this explosion when people on the ground believe that it was Israel. They can be wrong. They can still be wrong. But you know what they're not wrong about? The fact that bombings are still happening. The fact that Israel has not allowed water and food to get into the into the open air prison that they fucking are currently mercilessly bombing for the past 10 days that is why it's insane that we are having this back and forth right now about whether this was one of the 6,000 bombs that Israel dropped and flexed on by the way openly on residential neighborhoods while they continue to bomb 
How can you not see that this serves as anything but a fucking distraction? If you think that this is the pivotal moment, this is the moment that actually got people to go, wow, it's really fucked up what Israel is doing, you are delusional. If you think that people are turning a blind eye to the 4,200 that Israel killed thus far, you are delusional. If you think that people are turning a blind eye to the 1,000 children that Israel killed before this hospital, you are delusional. It is a waste of fucking time. What must happen now is a ceasefire, an immediate ceasefire. The fact that all of these people are going back and forth on the minutia trying to claim that like, oh man, well, you didn't take what the IDF said hook, line, and sinker instead of fucking using every waking moment that they have to defend, to, to stop the atrocities and to demand a ceasefire shows me that you are not a serious person. Information is still emerging. At this state, I would refrain from drawing any conclusions with 100% certainty, but as we collectively mourn the hundreds of civilian victims, it's important to underline that an Israeli strike currently remains by far the most probable cause. For the record, this comment analysis is strictly personal, does not represent the position or any org or institution. I, uh, you know, anyway, so like I said, the main factors at play here on the, uh, this is Islamic Jihad, uh, this is Islamic Jihad bomb uh, that, that misfired is the crater, the impact, uh, not, not the, the human casualties, but the crater and the impact and, and the immediate area of the bombing. That is more consistent with missile strikes, whether misfired or directly targeted by Hamas missiles or Hamas rockets, sorry, than an Israeli Air Force MK-84 uh, uh, rocket. But ultimately, we are still waiting for more information from third party analysis. And I don't mean OSINT guys on Twitter. I mean actual verifiable information hopefully from the UN with on the ground investigations. You need to go in there and do chemical testing on the ground to see whether or not this was consistent with Hamas rockets or it was an Israeli rocket potentially. At 10 to 7, they pick up what appears to be a rocket above Gaza, apparently exploding in midair. Shortly after, two explosions. The second, believed to be in the hospital car park, causes a large and immediate fire. There's no proof that the midair and ground explosions are necessarily linked. Gaza today, damage caused by an Israeli airstrike. Concrete buildings pancaked, structural collapse over a wide area, splash marks of shrapnel. Large craters are usual if the missile hits open ground as opposed to a building. Yeah. Like a See, look, look at that. Like, that is very different. That is what it would have looked like if uh, this was a, if this was an MK-84 missile that was that was lobbed at the hospital not i mean this is multiple missiles obviously but it, it would be far the damage to the, the structural damage would be far greater okay this is what you see at the hospital today small craters you'd expect from a mortar strike or artillery round not a missile surrounding buildings have only superficial damage not structural collapse yeah. some of the windows of an adjoining church remain intact this makes a ground-detonating Israeli missile strike unlikely, but it doesn't rule out an airburst munition, which could cause major loss of life, but would produce far less structural damage. That's so important. What, then, of Israel's explanation? Sensing a major problem, they worked through the night to get their version out. Press conference first thing. Good morning, everybody. Conclusion, a misfiring Islamic Jihad rocket caused it all. Isn't this all caused by excess fuel in the rocket? That is, the, that is the, the competing theory. According to our intelligence, Hamas checked the reports, understood it was an Islamic Jihad rocket that had misfired 
and decided to launch a global media campaign to hide what really happened. They present what they say is two Hamas operatives talking about the attack. Hamas call this an obvious fabrication. Two independent Arab journalists told us the same thing because of the language, accent, dialect, syntax and tone, none of which is, they say, credible. Equally, Israel claims the Islamic Jihad failed missile was fired from here, a cemetery very close to the hospital. But look again at... This is why I'm losing my fucking mind at every single person running in and being like, Hassan, the fact that you are uh, making an honest assessment and going back on certain parts that you speculated with new information means that you 100% believe that the IDF is correct and you're a fucking idiot for even ever saying the opposite is so ridiculous when the IDF information that has come out since last night are inconsistent with other IDF information that has come out since last night. It's so fucking stupid. The only thing that actually works in favor of Israel's argument that this was a, a, a misfire is literally nothing that Israel actually showed and instead just things that you can see with your own two eyes when you look at the actual damage on the ground. That's it. The video of the event, the trajectory of the missile doesn't line up with that location. Too high, too horizontal. Confusingly, the Israelis' presentation also says the missile was fired from a location down in the southwest. First they said it was a cemetery right behind the hospital. Then they fucking show that the their own presentation shows the rocket launch site is actually further away. It can't be both. Islamic Jihad say it was an Israeli missile and they have the warhead to prove it, but they haven't produced it. I wanted to be here today. Uh... So Joe Biden believes Israel, so does the UN. Much of the Arab world and many beyond it do not. And Israel has form when it comes to war propaganda. Its claims about not being responsible for shooting dead British filmmaker James Miller in Gaza 20 years ago were widely dismissed not least by a British court. Israel denied shooting dead Palestinian-American photojournalist Shireen Abu Akleh last year, only to backtrack later on admitting they probably did kill her. Just two examples from a long track record. Israel and Hamas can tweet what they like. The truth of what happened here last night requires independent, expert investigation. There is still no confirmation. Anyone that claims that there is 100% confirmation is lying to you. Anyway, um, I want to just show you the fucking phone conversation. That's all I want to show you because it's like a recording of the conversation regarding the hospital launch incident by the Islamic Jihad terror organization, Israeli Defense Force, that uh, revealed this audio conversation. It starts out with one Hamas operative number one. I'm telling you, this is the first time that we see a missile like this falling. And so why are we saying Hamas operative two says and that's and so that's why we are saying it belongs to the Palestinian Islamic Jihad. Eh? It says what? They are saying it belongs to the Palestinian Islamic Jihad. It's from us, says Hamas operative one. Hamas operative two says it looks like it. Who says this? Hamas operative two says they are saying that the shrapnel from the missile is local shrapnel and looks like it and not like Israeli shrapnel. What are you saying, name, that they bleeped? I don't know why. Silence. God bless. It couldn't have found another place to explode. Never mind. Yes, bleep.
they shot it from the cemetery behind the hospital. They shot it from the cemetery. What? Hamas operative one says they shot it from the cemetery behind the Al Ma'amadani Hospital, which is the which is the Arabic name, I guess, for the hospital. And it misfired and fell on them. There's a cemetery behind it. Yes, Al Ahmadani. It's exactly in the it's it is exactly in the compound. Where is it when you enter the compound. And it's on the right side of the Al Ma'amadani Hospital. Yes, I know it. Recording ends. This is also middling Arabic at best and 100% not a Gaza accent. Also, the words feel wrong, but that's less subjective analysis. Yeah. So since then, since this came out, which by the way, you know, the IDF, sometimes they're so good at intercepting conversations and then other times, like on October 6th, not so good at all. A lot of people have said that this is, uh, you know, at least as far as I understand it from Channel 4 and Sky News and numerous other people reporting on the matter, that uh, this is is uh, not great evidence and that it doesn't make sense. Like people don't talk this way. If they find if the find out that they lied about it, what's going to change? They're still killing people. Exactly. If Hamas or PIJ actually fired the rocket, how does the idea of explaining the five plus fake videos and fake phone conversations they produced in the first twenty four hours? It, I think at this point, I think the major point here is to just have this conversation over and over again because every moment that you're having this back and forth, it calls into question all the Palestinian casualties that the uh, that the health ministry has revealed. It calls into question whether or not uh, Israel is actually cruel and unusual in its uh, uh, targeted striking. Maybe the cruel and unusual guys are, are only the Islamic Jihad and not the ongoing occupation and the siege. Nobody is thinking about the siege up to this moment, 75 years of occupation. Nobody is considering the, the water, food, and power being shut off from Gaza. The fact that they said that they actually uh, restarted water in the southern area of Gaza and on-the-ground reporting shows that that is not the case, that they only opened one pipe and that without electricity, they can't even pump the water regardless. Like, all of that is gone. All of the cruel and unusual punishment that the entire 2 million population of Palestinians in Gaza have been subjected to at the hands of the Israeli occupation is now gone. It's a, What's important is whether or not this was an Islamic Jihad rocket or if this was a part of the ongoing Israeli bombing campaign. And people will desperately cling on to that because having that conversation back and forth, like I said, moves the conversation away from the actual ongoing atrocities. It stops the ongoing atrocities from being covered. That's it.